and welcome to the final episode of season three of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we yippee our way through the 1988 Bruce Willis action flick Die Hard, one minute at a time. I, I mean, this is Minute 132, and it's also my 400th episode. So I'm also very happy about that, that, that it just worked out that way, that the 400th episode is the final episode of this season. So that, that's uh, it's a, it's a very nice uh, milestone, which once we talk about season five, we'll, we'll know what uh, movie is going to be the 500 because season four is less than 100 minutes. So we'll have to wait and see. You know, some people already know what it is. We'll have to see uh, what movie is going to be on season five and what week someone will get to, you know, be on episode 500. So I'm Rob and joining me today is Jake Cluett. My pseudo co-producer, my movie friend, my, uh, I don't know, the person who convinced me to, 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 to do the, all this crazy stuff 400-something episodes ago, uh, because I've already recorded some of season four, but whatever. Uh, so, Jay Cluett of Life vs. Film, of the large association of movie blogs, uh, now just the, the Lamperty uh the host of the Lamperty uh, shows that come out monthly. The uh, He's also a co-host on the Deep Blue Sea pod and a co-host on the Con Air pod. Welcome back to the show, Jay, to, to do this whole wrap-up episode. Thank you for having me, Rob. I'm happy to be back, happy to continue the tradition of being your, your first and your last guest for each season. I'm, I'm very much enjoying that. Although you, you always introduce me as the person who convinced you to do these uh, these minute projects. I think more like you said, I'm going to do this. And I was like, yeah, okay, you should do that. No, <laughs> I mentioned it. No, it was, it was more that I said at some point, oh, I should do something. Like, you know, you, I think you came to me at one point and said, I think you should do this. And I started thinking about it. Ah, I don't have time. I don't really know. And then, you know, then it got me thinking. That was the whole thing. I think that that's what it comes down to. So I, I still give you credit for it. You don't want the credit? All right. No credit. I, I Take away the credit from Jay. Place. I think it was your idea before it was mine. Uh. Hey. It doesn't really make a difference. It might have been my no, idea, but, but it was based on the fact that you were already doing one. How's that? And you're yes, the one who okay. told me okay. all about the Movies by Minute community and stuff like that. So, this you is, know, I, you, you I, do I get some... Star Wars Minute many times on the Lamcast. That's right. You you, you it, do yeah, get yeah. you do get some credit. Even if you don't want to okay. take all the credit, I think you deserve more credit than than you actually think, but it doesn't really matter. It, you know, The bottom line is we're here after... You know, 399 episodes. I'm already on my 400th episode. Um, you know, I only did 47 of them with with my co-host during that first uh, uh, inaugural. Uh, uh, I don't even season? Four, what, no season, but I was trying to think of of like a, you know, it, it's like a birth pangs type of thing. You know, was, it was okay, my birth yeah. pangs season. <laughs> it was it. You know, season season one. I think was great. But I, I think I've, I've done a better job at, uh, you know, with, with the second and third and so far with the fourth, which uh, most people haven't heard. But you, you'll hear it soon. Starting starting tomorrow, people will hear it. So, you know, you'll you'll get to see, uh, you know, what what we're talking about. You know, at the end of today's episode, Jay and I might talk about what tomorrow's uh, uh, season will will bring us. Who knows? Yeah, so so today is, of course, Sunday, the 1st of January, 2023. That's right. So, so happy, happy New Year. Year. Happy, happy New Year to everybody. Yeah. 
you know, you get of to course. hear all the all the all the fireworks, uh, you know, going off, uh, you know, and it's not Guy Fawkes Day or Bonfire Day or whatever you want to call it, you know. No, and uh, it definitely still won't be tomorrow on tomorrow's episode. That definitely. That's correct. Nice. <laughs> yes. Of course not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Don't think so. So minute one thirty two begins with a triple credit for the song "Let It Snow," and ends with the movie title of Die Hard and the fade out. So, I mean, we're cheating a little bit because today is really not a 60 second minute. It is a 67 second minute uh, because there, there's an extra seven seconds in the movie. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't think I was just going to do an episode just of seven seconds. It's a little too much, <laughs> even though I'm sure I could find a guest and talk about, you know, seven seconds for a very long well, time. <laughs> See, that, that would have been me, wouldn't it? So you would have had Probably. somebody else on for the, the previous. That I would just have right. for. That's right. I would have for the title card of Die Hard. And That's nothing right. else. <laughs> Die Hard fade out, and let's just talk about everything, you know, the whole way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, on yesterday's episode, yesterday's special episode on Saturday, because today is Sunday. Uh, you know, we ended by talking about four of the five songs that are credited. In this movie, and today we get the fifth one, where it's let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Now, uh, last week, or the beginning of, of, of this past week, uh, Richard and I discussed that song a lot, so I'm not really going to go into it that much. I mean, just to remind people, it is a song by uh, Sammy Kahn and Jewel Stein, and it was performed by Vaughn Monroe. So that that's pretty much the... It's also know. partially performed by Reginald L. Johnson, if I recall. Uh, not at the end of the movie. No, but in in the film. Yes. He's, yeah, he's singing it. <laughs> when, he, when he had... But, you know, it's really funny because they don't credit him here. It's sometimes, you know, like... Uh, I always love how in Back to the Future and stuff like that, you know, you have Marty McFly uh, credited with singing, uh, you know, the Johnny B. Good. Johnny and, B. Good, yeah. Right. And then, you know, it has uh, Marvin Berry, you know, they're singing uh, Earth Angel. You know, they get the credits for it. It's not a question of, yeah. you know, something else. So, you know, they, they could have given original Bill Johnson a credit here. But the thing is, in this movie, the, the fact that there's only five music credits and there are other songs. You know, and we talked about yesterday how two of these songs don't even appear in the movie. You know, the the, the first two songs, just for anybody who, who happened to miss the, the that, that discussion on yesterday's episode... Uh, you should, first of all, you should go back and listen to it. It was a, it was a great discussion. But the songs um, that that uh, are mentioned here, both uh, "Singing in the Rain" and "Winter Wonderland," don't even appear in the movie at all. They they were used in order for Michael Kamen to to do the mix for the 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 music. So they yeah, needed I did, to. I did see those credits. I I was I did think. Where is Sing in the Rain? I'll wait and listen to the episode and find out. Yes, uh, and, so we, we, and we found other things that, that are in the credits that aren't in the movie. So, you know, it's very strange. You know, actually, maybe you can answer this. I, I uh, Both Jason, my, my guest yesterday, and myself couldn't figure this out. Do you know of any place in this movie where there are knives featured? Knives? Uh, is... When 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 Holly phones up her home, is uh, Paulina cooking in the background? <laughs> you know what? We didn't even think about that one. It's it's. I don't think so. I don't think she has knives. But there is a credit for uh, you know someone someone uh, you know giving knives to the 
you know, for the knife use in the movie and stuff like that. Yeah, but we on. couldn't figure out why why they would have a credit for that. No. Uh, uh, yeah, Twinkies are eaten with fingers. That's right. Not and the closest I was I was able to think was the fact that Holly opens the 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 mail with the, oh, like a letter with a, opener with a letter opener <laughs> scissors something like that maybe that's some sort of maybe it's a knife I don't know maybe uh, that was the closest I can think of I mean in in Die Hard two which you know we we will get to uh, hopefully which season I watched five last night <laughs> which okay Jay watched it once again that's great you know you're getting getting prepared for for I'm season five ready. there you go touchy that's right um, there are knives in that movie that's for sure but in this movie. I couldn't think of any place where there was a knife. Well, there's, there's definitely an icicle in Die Hard 2. Uh, yeah, oh, glorious, glorious <laughs> icicle. No, I can't, I can't think of any knives in Die Hard. Uh, yeah. yeah, even in like food capacity, like the buffet table. That's right. We, we were, yeah. we, the closest we came was it said, okay, maybe it's on the dinner table somewhere. You know, but that was it. But it's a, it's a, it's, it's a credit from a guy who gives knives to all these different action movies. You know, like I, we read through the the list of them. There's like Action Jackson and Predator, and um, I don't remember all the list right now. Maybe Crocodile Commando. <laughs> no, it wasn't Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> you know, I said action movies, not comedies. You know, so. But uh, yeah, no. So uh, something for everyone to think about. Anyone who you know, if if you missed yesterday's episode, or if you've listened to it and didn't have an answer, if now you can hear us talking about this again and say wow i know where there's a knife in the movie please let us know you know get in touch with twitter by twitter by facebook or by email however you want let us know because please let us know let us know let us know (laughs) there you go let us know let us know that's that's great That's great, Jay. All right. So after the the credits for, for, for Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, we get uh, a whole bunch of special thanks. There are 15 special thanks that this movie gives. Um, and most of them are these diff- various uh, corporations and products. And it's probably all like product placement. I, I checked out a few of them. The the only one that, that really jumped out at me was the Norm Marshall and Associates, which sounds more like a, a law firm than it anything does. else. And, yeah. and and I looked it up, and it, it's not a law firm. It is a Hollywood-based product placement agency. It's um, one of two, because they also have unique product placement. That is correct. So you know, it's like, okay, we're going to get the, the, the Coke can from this place, and we're going to get the... The, um, the, the uh, candy bars they have? The candy bars. That's right. The candy bars from, from other places there, too. Pro- you know, I'm terrible with product placement. I can never remember it. It never works on me. Uh, I never, I, I couldn't tell what the, the, the candy bars are that he eats. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you don't know which candy bars he eats, you're saying? I can't remember, yeah. Uh, he eats a Nestle Crunch and a Mars bar. Okay, yeah. Those are the two. And, and uh, I mean, when I, when I get to the, the, the IMDb trivia today, I, I, you know, I highlighted a whole bunch of things there that I wanted to talk about. So one of them was the fact that Al Young actually he was the one who suggested to McTiernan that his character should actually uh, start munching on, on, uh, on candy bars. Yeah. And according to, you know, the, the, this trivia bit, I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, you know, uh, D'Souza decided that, that he would let his character live longer because of, because he had this great idea, you know, and let him be, you know, the, one of the final terrorists to be killed. So, ah, which is the exact opposite of what happened to John Leguizamo in Die Hard 2. 
Correct. Where he should, he was too short, and so it was cut out of the film almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they fickle they just... producers, fickle producers. Nah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then afterwards, there's there's a, a really interesting line in in the credits which says the producers wish to great, gratefully acknowledge all the supportive neighbors and businesses of Century City. A special thanks to the following individuals and companies for their help. Now. I mean, this is all based on the fact that they were doing some of this filming in the middle of the night. You know, there were explosions and gunshots in the middle of the night. The helicopter scenes were all done, you know, when I, I think it was a 30 minute window, but they were, were buzzing, you know, all the buildings around there and stuff like that. So it's an interesting credit to be adding into the middle of the movie. Uh, and then after that, they have, it's even funnier because, you know, they now, they list like one name of somebody and then, uh, you know, you have you have uh, Dick Beaving and George Meehan from the City of Los Angeles Motion Picture Coordination Office. Then you have Ellie Tawil, the West uh, Los Angeles area uh, LAPD. And and then, did, did you notice what the next credits are? Jim Gabala and the residents of Century Hill, Hill Condominiums. Yes, you have two. I'm condom- guessing these are people who complained about yes, the noise. Exactly, you have two condominiums. That that are that uh, condominium associations, I guess, who who are credited, and then you have after that uh, two hotels: the Century Plaza Hotel and Tower and the Century Plaza Towers, which sounds like yeah. the same thing. Yeah, well, well one of them uh, thanks the staff, one of them thanks the management. Yeah. So that could be uh, the Century Plaza Towers might manage the Century Plaza Hotel. It could be. And tower. So it could be. I imagine they are part of the same same group. Yeah. But I love how there's like one name for each of them and, you know, Jim Gabella and the residents. He must be like the head of the, uh, well, he, he was know, the, the one the, who the associates. The con- can you keep the noise down, please? <laughs> He's uh, the head of the, the condo, uh, on, on the condo board, you yeah, know, yeah, and then, yeah. then you have, uh, you know, Maria Morris, who's the head of the condo board of the other one, you know, <laughs> so it's just very interesting. And then, you know, then they have uh, credit for JMB Property Management and the Marriott Corporation, which obviously, you know, shows that, that people were staying in the hotels. Yeah. Right. And then after it, we get filmed in Panavision, Color by Deluxe, Dolby Stereo in selected theaters, additional optical effects in main and end titles designed by uh, R. Greenberg Associates in New York City. And then we get the, the typical uh, MPAA uh, approval number. Which is uh, twenty nine one sixty. You know, I guess that means that there were twenty nine thousand movies that were approved by the by the MPA before this movie. That that's pretty amazing. Yeah, you know, I, that, I mean, you've you've probably seen most of them. Uh, uh, twenty nine thousand? No, <laughs> no, sorry. I, I you could say maybe I've seen uh, a quarter of them. Uh, you know, that, that's still a, a large amount. That I I agree with that, but still. <laughs> and then we get the copyright 1988, 20th Century Fox, all rights reserved. And then we we have the uh, typical uh, disclaimer that I'm not going to read through it about the fact that uh, you know none of these people are real. If we accidentally, uh, if it seems like someone is real, that we that we're basing it on something, just forget about it. You know, we we didn't do this on purpose. It's uh, it was you can't see us. It was just completely coincidence. And then we get uh, produced and released by 20th Century Fox Film Corporation, followed by Die Hard. Die Hard. Which, 
which is what you would have gotten in your seven uh, second uh, episode. You know, just the title Die Hard. <laughs> and, and then just a black screen. And then fades to black. So, yeah. you know, we've pretty much finished up uh, the movie. Uh, not much to talk about uh, on the black screen, I guess you can say. So, you know, one of the things I said that I wanted to, to deal with was, first of all, I, here, I'm, I'm going to ask you a little trivia question. What do you think, that, do, do you know the death toll in this movie? How many people have been killed? Okay, so there were 13 terrorists, one of whom survived, so that's 12. Then you have Takagi and Ellis, so it's 14. Is, is that it? Nope. No? Who am I forgetting? Uh, oh, there's the guard. At the, in the entry, the, the kind of the guy in the lobby, not the terrorist. Yep, the two two guys in the lobby. So that's sixteen. All right. And uh, shark eats a bird at one point. I think. No, is yeah sixteen people? <laughs> uh, no, there's there's still there's still other people that die in this movie. Oh, who dies? Um, who else dies? Two more hostages. Think right? of Will. I'll give you a hint. Will. Uh, yeah, no, oh, of course, the eight, Johnson and Johnson. I forgot the Johnsons. So, eight, yeah, 18. Or is there, is, are, no, but there's... Fly, oh, no, they're, yeah, they're not flying the helicopter, are they? Or are they that's right. So, yeah, and so the, 19. I mean, I, no. I, I, what, what I've actually seen is that there are apparently four other people in, in the helicopter with them. Okay, so, so 22. So, so 20, 21, I think, is the actual count that I saw. Um, okay. Maybe it's only... One second. So no, well first of all it is it is twenty one because you you got one of one of your uh, guesses wrong. You said okay. about how many how many terrorists were there that got killed? I said there were thirteen terrorists. And then and you one said survived. one survived, but two survived. I know that okay, okay. I, I know that well Theo definitely survives because yes. he's like punched out by Argyle. And then there's one that you don't see die. Christoph. But I'm counting. I'm counting them as dying. <laughs> Crystal doesn't die. Sorry. Okay, okay let me fine. rephrase the question. Okay, how many on-screen deaths are in the movie? Okay, Twenty-one. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this watching Die Hard two last night because Die Hard two much higher death toll. Than yeah, Die I Hard. think I think I read this number, and we'll we'll talk about it in season five. But I think I read that the death toll in in is like 168 or oh, it's or, more than that because there's uh, or maybe it's 268. Plane. Yeah, Colby's plane has uh, 200 and something people on it. Yes, and well, and, thankfully uh, that does not make it. Thankfully uh, they, for they us, they, they tell us how many people are on the plane. Um, it's like two hundred and forty-three or something. It's a line of dialogue. Interesting. Uh, okay, I mean, according to IMDb, there's only one hundred and sixty-four that die in Die Hard Two. Wrong. But but we'll get there. That's what IMDb <laughs> says. Unless there's a bunch of survivors from that crash. <laughs> it could. No, they said that there were no survivors except for yeah. except for like half a teddy bear. Yeah, but again, yeah, we'll we'll uh, get yeah, there. McLean finds a doll in the snow. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, much, so, much pick, I think I think Die Hard Two might have the highest death toll of the Die Hard films. I can't remember five. Um, I don't see that. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Definitely have lower one. Three but, and four. Hmm. Well, we'll we'll have to get there. We'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see. We got yeah. season seven and seasons nine and maybe season eleven. Maybe season probably, <laughs> not. probably not. Maybe you'll do that film. No one wants to talk about ever again. Yes. Exactly. I th- like 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 I suggested to you. I think we'll. We'll just do it as a bonus episode. Uh, you know, a few of us doing a commentary, just laughing about the movie the whole way through. I think that's probably the best way to do it. Uh, but that won't be till after 
you know, tired for anyway. So it's a long time away. Yes, yes. No, well, not that long. It'll be like two it's years, a long three years. Time away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I went through the IMDb uh, trivia just to see if there are any things that that I missed along the way. Um, it's set at the Fox Fox Tower. Okay, that I didn't miss. <laughs> that I didn't miss. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to read through all of them. I'm just read through the ones I think I missed. So I, this was one I actually don't remember if I mentioned that the that Bruce Willis had 17 different undershirts that that he used throughout the course of the movie that had different uh, you know stages of uh, degrade degradation. Degra- yeah, degradation. Okay. I, I I know that you know the film Skyscraper. Of course with, I do. With which well, Dwayne which Johnson. one? There's two of them. The Dwayne Johnson one. Okay, you know the the other one is Emily Anderson, I think. Did okay, one. I haven't seen that one. Or maybe there's barbed uh, wire. I know someone. It, it's actually on the list of of Die Hard uh, on a Monday. Someone mentioned. Someone used that as an example. You know, they won a skyscraper okay, on well, that. I know that film. I know, it's probably yeah, Mark. I if I remember correctly. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, but uh, Dwayne Johnson had, I think, nine different undershirts for different stages of soiling for Skyscraper. Skyscraper, a bad film. Uh, and these are all on display in an art installation somewhere, that, just in a row. And I feel like there should be 17 mannequins wearing Bruce Willis's vests from Die Hard rather than <laughs> nine wearing Dwayne Johnson's for Skyscraper. Right. Okay, well, it actually wasn't uh, Mark. It was Sean German who uh, he used Skyscraper. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> what can I tell you? So one of the things also, another thing that I found in, in the trivia that, you know, I try not to read the trivia when I'm doing the the episodes because I, I want all the information that, that I'm giving off to be authentic and not something that I'm just reading off of IMDb. But I figured at the end, I might as well, you know, do a little catch up here. So what we, we discussed back when uh, Al was, was sent, you know, on his, uh, I guess, mission at the beginning, you know, when they sent, when dispatch sent him, they told him to check out a code two and we couldn't figure out what a code two was. So according to IMDb, a code two, it means it's an urgent incident where you're not supposed to use sirens. Okay. So, yeah. Um, he didn't. So good. That's correct. Um, Jan de Bont got the idea of, of using an elevator in speed uh, when he got trapped in an elevator while making this movie. Oh, I didn't realize it was while making it. I knew that he got trapped in an elevator. I didn't realize it was whilst making Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, apparently, Clint Eastwood was also, uh, he wanted the role of Joe Leland, you know, the the original idea. Yeah. And he bought the rights to the to the book, even though, um, you know, Sinatra had first uh, had had first rights, first refusal. <laughs> I am glad Clint Eastwood did not star in this film. I haven't seen him do much comedic. Uh, yeah. No, but originally uh, the no, but originally the movie was not meant to be comedic. Well, then originally yeah. it was meant to be a bad film. Um, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's one. That's one reason why it worked so well. I mean, it's like Beverly Hills Cop. I always think about the fact that Sylvester Stallone was supposed to be in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, to the coast, have a few laughs. <laughs> It just doesn't work. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the... I, yeah, yeah, sorry, you were doing Eastwood. Eastwood, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do a good Eastwood. That's all right. Neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> so Premiere Magazine in, in uh, 2007 uh, voted this movie on the list of 100 great, greatest movie lines. 
Okay. What, where do you think it was? What number? Well, I'm guessing the line is Yippee-ki-yay. Oh, sorry. That's a good point. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. Um, I mean, it's got to be top 10. Like, n- number five? Unfortunately, it's 96. I don't what know why. Hell? What exactly. the hell? <laughs> exactly. Don't What's know. the absolute hell? No, I disagree. <laughs> What's the one above it? Has you got the list there? Or No, I don't have the list. Okay. Don't have the list. Sorry. There's um... no place like home. There's no place like home. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. What can I tell you? Um, all right. What else do we got here? Do you know that Roger Ebert was one of the very the few critics that gave this movie a negative review? And he largely did it because he hated the character of Dwayne Robinson. <laughs> he said okay, that the character okay, but... he says the character was completely unnecessary, useless, dumb, and he prevented the movie from working. Uh, but later on, he actually said he liked the sequels, and later changed his opinion on this movie. Well, I mean, fine. Eva <laughs> <laughs> had some. Uh... Had some bizarre takes on some some wonderful yes. or terrible films. That's so true. everyone's everyone's done of being wrong now and then. That is correct. <laughs> but hating a wonderful character that you're supposed to hate uh, <laughs> exactly. is, is the <laughs> the hottest of all takes. I would say. Yes, yes. Um, according to IMDb, and this is something we we joked about when uh, when Ellis was was in uh, uh, Holly's office with with Hans. Uh, apparently, they say that that. The the reason they gave him a Coca Cola was he most likely asked for some Coke, expecting for them to give him cocaine, and yeah. they they actually gave him some some soda because apparently they didn't yeah, have any cocaine available. <laughs> yes, so uh, we 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 briefly mentioned about this. The, the helicopter shots at the end of the film took six months of preparation. Okay, and they were only allowed to use airspace for two hours. And they had nine cameras that that were filming at the same time, and the, they took three runs of the of the helicopters. And one of the stipulations was that everyone who was within 500 feet of the of the of the of the helicopter had to be an employee of the movie. So. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now the uh, news network we talked about that that it was KFLW. Right, which isn't a real news thing, but that's named after Frank Lord Wright. Okay, yeah. Who is a famous architect, and Joel Silver really, really admired him. And one of the, the they have the, you know, when they were talking about their their new plant in Indonesia, so the the model that they use there is a famous model from Frank Lord Wright. Uh, Lord Wright. Okay. Um, IMDb mentions we, we talked about this also that uh, I'm trying to remember who my guest was. I think it was Matthew at the time, uh, Matthew Simpson. When we were talking about the fact when John hears the shots uh, after they shoot Takagi, and he goes, "Our girl, I hope you heard that." Okay, and we were talking about the fact that we had both heard at some point that there was a deleted scene where our girl was running around the building also. Um, so IMDb mentioned something about it. They talk about that uh, that apparently there was a deleted scene, but they they ended up scrapping the whole thing that because uh, they decided that that it just wouldn't make sense for him to be there. So, uh, but yeah. I couldn't find it in the script anywhere, and I couldn't find any real 
information as to, you know, what his character was supposed to be doing throughout that point. I don't know. It's a little strange. I just imagine him just running, running through hallways, finding no one, doing nothing, and just going back to the limo as being mm-hmm. unsatisfying to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. All right, just just a few more uh, trivia points here. Not that many more that, uh, that that I haven't done. So apparently, when uh, when Bruce Willis was trying to to break the window with the chair uh, in the the first take or the two first two takes, he kept breaking the chair instead of the window. And apparently, yeah. there there's there are gag pretty strong. Yes, <laughs> there apparently uh, there's a, a a gag reel of him doing that and just everyone cracking up on on screen. Um, and then the final thing I wanted to mention was uh, the idea of the dollar bill, you know, where, where Carl hands a dollar bill to Theo after oh, yeah. uh, um, after Takagi shot. And apparently that was Alexander Gudinov who uh, improvised this and said that uh, there's there's no reason why these characters wouldn't have been betting on something like that. And uh, that's why afterwards, you know, we had uh, Clarence Gilliard. Say, uh, I told you, you know, hmm. when they're they're going through yeah. that. So yeah, those those are pretty much the the, the various trivia things that uh, that I found. Is there is there anything else you want to mention about the movie? Uh, uh, no, I think. I mean, I, I've I've been on the show already. I love the film. That's <laughs> great. No, but maybe <laughs> no, maybe there's something about the movie that you wanted to talk about that that, that wasn't no. in the first five minutes. It's it's a wonderful <laughs> film. Uh, <laughs> um, no, is that, I, I is that, that a Jimmy Stewart uh, reference? It's it's <laughs> it could be if you like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. that'd be a nice mashup of switching uh, James, Jimmy Stewart and Bruce Willis, roll for roll. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> that'd be fun. Uh, no, Die Hard's great. It's a wonderful film. Everyone should watch it uh, every day. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> You know, I, I when I promoted my first week on this show on Twitter, I was like, it's, it's one of the best films ever made. And I got some pushback on that from some strangers, because Twitter is, uh, if it still exists when this show comes out, uh, is a horrible place. Um, <laughs> and I I stand by it being one of the best films ever made. I, I love it to bits, and I hope to watch it every Christmas. Okay, that, uh, that makes sense. All right, so now everyone who's been waiting months to hear... So, uh, you know, we have uh, Die Hard on a Monday. Now I'll actually give, you know, my top five movies, you know, of Die Hard doppelganger films. And I have made a guess as to what, not what yours are, what the overall consensus is. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. Having too. listened we'll, to the number of shows that have been out so far. We will get there. We will get there. So first, and but you don't know what, how mine will affect, you know, the, those numbers. This is this is very true. I don't <laughs> I will adjust my list accordingly. There you go. Okay. So my number five is Under Siege. You know, my, my favorite Steven Seagal movie. Uh, and probably the only Steven Seagal movie that I like. <laughs> uh, one of two I've seen. Okay. Is the other one Under Siege 2? Or Executive Decision? The other, one, the other one is Machete. Machete. <laughs> oh, I didn't, see, I didn't even know he was in Machete. He's there the bad guy in it, I think. It's been a long time. Okay. I've, I've never seen Machete. So it, it's I should. Fun. I should add that to my list. Aren't there like a whole bunch of... Isn't that, isn't that a series? There's Machete and Machete Kills. There's two. Uh-huh. And the, one of the fake traders in Grindhouse. Right. Okay. Uh, number four, Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrison Ford does a great job. 
being as the president. You know, he's still, you know, the 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 the, the fictional president, the first fictional president I would vote for. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's maybe the best president Ford. Who knows? Uh, could be. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think he's going to go for a run in 2024. He probably, probably not. He's, he's quite old. Well, and the other people running are not. This is true. This is true. <laughs> exactly. But he's a little saner than everyone else. So what can you do? Um, maybe. Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Indiana Jones is president. Come on. Why not? All right. Number three is Olympus Has Fallen. Um, this is a movie that every time I watch it, I like it more and more. The first time I saw it, I didn't like it that much. And I've seen it probably five or six times uh, over the last almost decade since why? it came out. Well, because this it's is such what a I don't fun. Why did, it's why such did you go a back fun. a second time? I, I don't remember why I watched it the second time, but but I enjoyed it more the next time. And that was it. And and the bottom line is is it's a great diehard type of movie. You know that the entire Mike Banning saga. I don't understand the appeal because it's no. It's... I don't talk. And I didn't talk about London is falling or. Or Angel has fallen. Those two I don't like as much, but Olympus yes. has fallen. I really like because I think okay. it's, I think I like it because it's it's a diehard. It's diehard in the White House. You know, London has fallen. You know, diehard in London. Just sorry, no offense to you, Jay, for being <laughs> English. I don't live in London. It's fine. <laughs> but it it was just it was boring. You know, I didn't I didn't like it. And you know, Angel has fallen was was even was even worse. So it's just. It's just... To me, White House Down is better than Olympus has fallen. I I liked it. No, I didn't. And like I still that didn't like it that much. I didn't. Uh, I, so... didn't I didn't like White House Down as much. I, I like Channing Tatum, but but I thought uh, having Jimmy Fox, you know, play the president, who's shooting and stuff like that. It's just I don't know. Well, they're both ridiculous films. I feel like White House Down kind of lent more into the fun of it. Uh, but that's that's me. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, number two is Rennie Harland. Cliffhanger. Okay. Um, uh, I, means, I, oh, you've you haven't got Connor on your list. You've put Speed at number one. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Jay. <laughs> sorry, Jay. <laughs> Connor would have been six or seven on my list. It, but, see, it, it pains me that it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing I was already on your show. If I wouldn't have been on your show, you wouldn't have. Edit you out of that episode. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. What can I tell you? It's it's because it's because I, I I'm not the biggest Nick Cage fan, and in that movie, yeah. his his accent is to me horrendous. It's just not fun to sit and watch him, uh, you know, with that drawl and the way that he talks and stuff like that. So <laughs> I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Okay. I'm gonna tell you. And as you guessed, number one is Speed. So fair enough. Okay, yeah. the first question that Shout I have to ask to you speed before movie minute. There you go. Exists there you go. now, and it's fun. Uh, yep. Yeah. Hopefully, Roger is still, uh, you know, still going, going at it at this yep. point. Ian and Brantley Michaels are having a good time over there. Yeah. Okay, so my first question for you is: How many movies? How many different movies do you think are 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 on the list of movies that were mentioned? Over the course of the last 131 episodes, or whatever. I mean, obviously. So a, a question I did not anticipate. Uh, uh, Jay, least, that's what I'm here five. for. Um, so I would say, because I have listened to all the episodes so far that are out, because we're not recording this today, <laughs> listeners, behind the curtain. It's not today, it's a day in the past. Um, 
It's still uh, 2022. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, there's at least one episode I haven't listened to. Um. So, some of your guests picked films that came out before Die Hard. Yeah, a, there are there are a few of them. Frankly, ridiculous decision to have made. Uh, but fine. <laughs> for this kind of list, everyone interprets these lists differently. I and this should all be appreciated. Um, I'm gonna go with forty. Seems uh, insane, but I'm gonna go it's with forty. Com- it's too low. Too low. Yes. Forty-one. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here. We'll be here for another twenty-six. Uh, guesses if 66, you do that 67, 67. there are 67 different movies that's that were listed many. that's right so i mean <laughs> i i there were i think uh, there were 30 guests okay <laughs> including myself yep um 30 different people who who have given their you know their their opinion on this and of how the, many got one? so 30 times one. fine once again 30 times five Okay, it means that there were 150 guesses, yeah. and of those 150 guesses, there were 67 different movies that were listed among them. That's too many. So, how, how many yes. of those films had just one person saying them? Uh, too many. <laughs> <laughs> too many. Actually, no. One we had. And was I one of 12, those people that said 12. just one? Okay. No, you you were not. Yours yours are I'm not a man of people. There are 12 movies that that only had one and then there are nine movies that have two okay and i'm not i'm not gonna go through all of them no, that's fine uh, so should i try you know, it guess? basically goes up to nine and then it jumps up should I after try guess after top five? should i try and guess the consensus top five sure okay so start with number five obviously yeah uh well i'm gonna rattle off my whole list before you tell me if it's right or not so five i think is olympus has fallen because too many people said it Every time somebody said it, I was like, what are you talking about? There's so many better films out there, uh, including <laughs> just a minute ago when you said it. So I think it's... that's four. Four, I think a lot of people said Executive Decision, a film I haven't seen yet, but I'm going to see soon, hopefully. Then three, Cliffhanger. Two, Conair. One, Speed is what I think. Okay, only two of those be. are in the top five. Well, then it better be Conair and Speed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, Executive Decision had a total of six points. Okay. Okay, there were I think four people who uh, who who mentioned it. That was it. That's very wrong. Okay. Okay. You've you said you've never seen it. I know, but I was saying very wrong for me to have, have guessed it would be that. Oh, okay, that's what you meant. That's yeah. what you're saying is very wrong. <laughs> How dare these okay. people have this opinion? I cannot confirm. Yes. So Cliffhanger had 15 points. Right. It was uh, only mentioned by six people, including myself and by you. Yep. Okay. Um, the the highest ranking it got was a number four twice. Oh, sorry, number two, getting four points twice. Right. Once by me and once by another uh, one of the guests. Uh, what else? Olympus has fallen. Also has uh, six. Uh, no, Olympus has fallen. It has one point more. It's sixteen. Okay. Okay. It's sixteen points, and therefore oh. it had. Five people that mentioned it, including I really three liked points. Who said Home Alone? That was a fantastic uh, pick. Um, I've had more than one. One. Okay. Home Alone actually has. There are three people that put it in the top spot. Okay. Well, they are all wonderful people. Yes, and uh, one person put it in the in the bottom spot. So that one also had sixteen. All okay. right. So now 
Well, we have less, we've left six movies, okay, that are above 16. We have one that got 21 points, one that got 24, two that got 31, one that got 35, and one that got 46. So, okay, so, so if, what do you if think? If number... Exposition and Ellipsis Ford aren't in the top spots, then I'm going to sub out Air Force One and Under Siege as being in there instead. And okay, like... those are both in there. Yes, okay. they're both in the top five. And what do you think the, the fifth movie in the top five is? All right, I will give you, I will tell you what the 24.1 was. Uh, the 21 point was The Raid. Okay, The Raid just yeah. missed by three points getting into the top five. Excellent film. Okay, there Maybe were. Maybe The Rock? Would The Rock count? There were six people. Count? There were six people who who, uh, who gave points to The Raid, three of them putting in the top spot. Okay. Also. So that got 21. And you are correct. The Rock is the other one. Okay, now you have to try and guess. So which movie got 24 points? We have 24. This is in the fifth place. Yes, fifth place. What do you think? Uh, Air Force One. Nope. Under Siege. Yes, okay. Under Siege gets 24 points. Then Air Force right. One. Now we have a tie for 31 points. <laughs> Air Force One on The Rock. Uh, the Rock. Um, and not Air Force One. People need to rank Conair higher in their <laughs> rankings. This is this is a travesty. Yes, uh, uh, Conair. There are only two people that that ranked at number one, and the You're second person, one and the second person <laughs> was not Mark. <laughs> okay, see, okay. we're gonna have to you haven't heard Mark. <laughs> I, I know you haven't heard Mark's movies yet. Mark picked five esoteric movies that no one has Shocking. ever heard. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you'd think that he would have tried to give Conair points, but he didn't. Did anybody else pick a film that Mark had picked? No. Yeah, okay. No, Thanks, Mark. Not How many all. Ernest films did he pick? How many like, Ernest goes to None. Die there's Hard? No, there's no Ernest <laughs> Okay. There's no Ernest one. Ernest goes to Nakatomi. Yeah, nope. No, so no. then number two would be uh, Air Force One, and uh, number one would be Speed. That's correct. So Air Force One gets 35 points. With uh, three people putting in their top spot, and number one spot is Speed, with five people putting it in the top spot, including myself, uh, with two other people putting it in the second spot, and then uh, three people putting it in the third spot, and then Jay and one other person putting it in their fourth spot. Yeah, I don't say Air Force One was not on my top. Wasn't on my top five. I think. Sure uh, it was. It was. It was. Sure it was. Where was it? Yes, your top five was Air Force One, Speed, Cliffhanger, The Rock, and Con Air. Okay. So Jay, uh, I mean, <laughs> it was so long ago. I don't. Remember. Yes. <laughs> so you, you and I agreed on three out of three out of five. You know. It's just not the main one. Yes. Not, not the not the one that matters. Okay. Well, let's put it this way. Even if I would have uh, given five points to Conair, it, it it wouldn't have won. <laughs> you know, it would have been it would have been in second place. You know, okay. but it wouldn't have won. So it's all my fault. That's what you yep. can say. Yep. I okay. Agree. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So let's move along to Hans Hunt Day. So once again, Jay, how many movies? How many diverse movies do you think are on this list? I think Alan Rickman's been in fewer than 67 films. So yes. it has to be a yeah. smaller number. Yes. Um, the, what's going to trip this up here is the different Harry Potters. Like people that pick different Harry Potters. That's correct. 
Um, but I'm going to say, over the course of Adam maybe 20 films were picked. You were very close. 18. Okay. There are 18 films that were picked. Um, four of the, uh, five of them being Harry Potter movies. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, that, that is surprising the, how many different Harry Potter films, because I, I feel like there is a correct answer for which one he gives the best performance in. I, I believe so too. So we, yeah, we need your list, don't we? Okay. Yes, we do. So Jay, you want to try and guess what my top five are going to be? How's that? Uh, oh God. Um, no, <laughs> I just have no idea what your top five will be. I have a guess of what the consensus would be, but I don't know what your top five will be. Um, uh, okay. I know you had to start at the bottom, but going down, you'll like Die Hard's gonna be at the top, and then probably Galaxy Quest. Uh, then I don't know if you're a, a Potter fan. I don't think we ever discussed Potter already. Um, Hmm. I, I honestly don't know where you would go beyond Die Hard and Galaxy Quest. Robin Hood. I, like, I, don't, I feel like you're someone who hates Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, because <laughs> it's it's not a good film. Uh, and you you tend to again. This is films. best performances. It's not even it's not uh, best best films. Uh, so okay, okay. You may have let slip that your number five is Sense and Sensibility, so I'll, I'll place that in there. Uh, <laughs> then I'll go with. <laughs> Um, Nobody's supposed to know that. Nobody's supposed to know that. I'll go with uh, Love Actually, number four. Number three is that uh, a few people mentioned it. Is that wine film that I can't remember the name of it? Bottle Shop. Then Galaxy Quest and Die Hard is my guess for your your top five. Okay. Well, once again, you you only got three of them. And one of them I was was not. One of them you cheated on. <laughs> I didn't cheat. You told. You me. didn't cheat. You didn't cheat. <laughs> I accidentally told you. I okay, used the fine. information provided to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very true. Very true. All right. So my number five is Sense and Sensibility. Oh my god! What a surprise! Shocking for you, Jay. Um, number four is his Harry Potter role. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. Yes, that is that is the correct Alan Rickman role. Yeah, well, you didn't choose it. I I, I was I thought I was going to be throwing it in my face. I couldn't remember what I picked. And you I picked, picked Goblet of Fire. Yes, because I tend to pick my favorite films rather than best performances, <laughs> and that's my favorite Harry Potter film. There you go. Okay, I, Goblet of Fire is is also one of my favorite films, uh, the Harry Potter films. Even though I I like the books much better. A guy turns into a shark. What's not to love? <laughs> All right, my number three is his role in Robin Hood. Okay, fair. Enough. So you are wrong about that I one. Am wrong. Yes. <laughs> number uh, four, yeah, is... I love it, but it's not a good film. It's it's a fun <laughs> film, but you know, it, it's not amazing. That's what it comes down to. And and the truth is, his role there is over the top, but it's still fun. Well, that's what. That's right. You'll have more. You, yeah. 10 o'clock. You, 10.30. No. Cancel Christmas. That's right. <laughs> and obviously my number my number one movie is Die Hard. What was your number two? Oh, Galaxy Quest. I said, yeah, I said that already. You did, okay, you... number, number two is Galaxy Quest. The number one is Die Hard. Okay, as expected. Okay, uh, so now let's see if you can guess... So of the 18 movies that are on the list, I will first give the, to tell, I'll at least let you know that there are two movies that only got one vote. 
and two movies that got uh, that got two votes or got two. Sorry, there are two movies that got one point and two movies that got two points. Okay. Um, I and I must say, I must say, each of them only had one person voting for each other. Uh, yeah. They're movies that only had one one vote each, basically. Okay. So my guess mm. for the consensus number five is Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part Two, just because I think there's going to be some people sp- splitting the Potter vote various places, including myself. It turns out. Uh, then number four. So you had one guest who put who did five different Love Actually scenes for their, for their uh, Rickman. And I don't know if you gave Love Actually. Uh, 15 points. No, 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 no. Love, Love Actually, when Dana did that, Love Actually only got five points, and that was it. Okay. So I think Love Actually she, is... She, she is the only person who... who uh, uh, she gave nine... She got nine nine total points, because she didn't... She only did uh, number one and two, and then uh, another guest, Brett, only did three. Okay. So I think Love Actually is four. So then four then I think the consensus top three matches your top three of Robin Hood, Galaxy Quest, Die Hard. Okay, so you are, uh, you you got four to five. Okay, you got four to five. All right, Which... now you're gonna have to try and guess uh, how much. Okay, so there's there the first one has number five has twenty eight points, number four has thirty four points, number three has fifty eight points, number two has eighty four points, and number one has one hundred and twenty seven points. So I'm gonna guess my one and two are correct <laughs> with Die Hard and Galaxy Quest. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so, unbelievable how many people, you know, gave Die Hard. Uh, yes. On this points. podcast aimed at Die Hard fans, it is a shock that so many okay. ranked Die Hard at number one. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest that got ranked was was three. There were two people who ranked it at no, sorry, someone ranked it at two. There's okay. one one person who ranked it. So sorry, I, I keep getting confused. Someone ranked it at four, so you got two points, and then. Uh, two people ranked it at three, where they got three did, points. Did anybody and there were include it? there were two people who didn't include it in their list. Mark, nope, <laughs> nope. Mark actually did include it. Yeah, he good. he gave it a four. He gave it, sorry, it was number you two, so he got four four points. The, okay. No, one of the one of the two people was the the my one guest who's never seen the movie, so he couldn't really uh, of use course. that. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so those are, those are correct. Maybe Love Actually is third. No. Okay. Oh, just tell me. I'm I'm tired of guessing. Okay. Love Actually is is five with twenty eight points. Okay. See, I had it five originally, and I changed, I switched it out for Harry Potter. God damn it. Negative. Yeah. No Harry Potter. Uh, the the highest the highest ranking Harry Potter was the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone, whatever you want to call it, uh, with sixteen points. Uh, there were three people who ranked it at number two. That is a, a ludicrous result. To fill that one at the top spot, <laughs> and, <Fine>. and and <laughs> Deathly Hallows got fourteen points. Okay, so and you Goblet of Fire, thanks to you, got two points. <laughs> Did you work out if you added all of the Harry Potters together, what would the score have been? Um, that is a very good question, and I, I will do that momentarily. Okay. Uh, so number number five is Love Actually. Number four is Dogma. Oh yeah, with, Dogma's good with thirty four points. But only one person listed it in their as their uh, top top slot. Again, this is a diehard podcast, so that's not <laughs> surprising. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Robin Hood with fifty eight points. 
Galaxy Quest with 84 points, and Die Hard, Die Hard. with 127 points. <laughs> but just because it's a Die Hard podcast doesn't mean, I mean, last year on, or last season, PlayStation Automobiles, you know, it didn't win everything. No. But it it was it appeared on most people's lists, I assume. It's like yeah. if you found out if you had a friend who's like, Oh, I hate Die Hard, you're probably not gonna invite them on the show. Uh, no, they probably would have said, Oh, I don't want to be on the show. Yeah. That was that I mean, was the first part. There are people that I invited for Die Hard, there are people that I invited for next season that just said, Oh, I don't like the movie or I'm not a fan of that that genre. So no, I'm not gonna come. I mean what one of your previous guests, DJ Valentine, has been on both Deep Pursuit the Podcast and Con Air the Podcast, only to reveal on there he hated both films uh, so, <laughs> we had a fun discussion we tried to win a round we failed but most of our guests tend to at least like the films we cover okay <laughs> that's true that's true okay so if you put together all the the harry potter movies there are five harry potters on the list that were chosen they get 43 points which means it would be in the fourth slot it would be uh you know, the fourth favorite. It would okay. it would knock Love actually out of the ranking and then uh, knock Dogma down to Fair. number five. Okay. Fair so. enough. Okay. All right. So now we get to Weekend Surprise. Okay. Where it's just to remind everybody that one of the biggest controversies about Die Hard is over the last 34 years, now 35 years, I guess you could say, is... Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? And yes. you know we've we've gotten uh, <laughs> a lot of different <laughs> opinions over the, over over the the thirty guests that I've had here. Um, most of them, okay. Let's let's start with this. How many of the thirty guests said that it is not a Christmas movie? It's not. Um, there's been at least one. It's it's not many. It's going to be fewer than five. I'm going to say three. Um, you went a little too high on that one. There were only, I'm going to say two. There are two. There are <clears> only <throat> two people of the 30 people that that said that, that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Um, Still feels too high. <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you? Personally, uh, now, now I get to weigh in on this whole thing. It is definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah. It, there's no question about it. Um, obviously I, I have less hangups about it than most people because I don't celebrate Christmas. So for me, it doesn't really make, you know, it's, it's not a big deal for me to watch it on, you know, December 25th. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't feel that it's, that it could be blasphemy or anything like that from that perspective. Um, but going through the movie and, you know, uh, hearing everyone else's arguments and being, you know, seeing everything that goes on here and the fact that, John McClane's wife is named Holly, you know, and that the this entire robbery couldn't take place if it wasn't for Christmas. You know, it's a Christmas movie. There's just yeah. no question about that. I, I've yet to hear uh, a good argument as to why it's not a Christmas film. OK, because well, I, I feel like some the people who say that have maybe some kind of a hallowed state of, oh, it's a Christmas film, it, like awarding it some kind of designation that like, this, this is a Christmas film. This means something. Whereas, like, if a film takes place at Christmas, it's a Christmas film. Like, whatever. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, Christmas film. Iron Man 3, Christmas film. Correct. Other Shane Black films, Christmas film. Like, they, if, it's, if it takes place around Christmas, it's a Christmas film. 
You can yes. watch it whenever. You can watch it at Christmas. It's it's not like a prestigious like award for it. It's like it's the people that argue Jaws isn't a horror film. Yes, it is. It's got horror elements. It's a horror film. Uh, you don't have to watch it at Halloween. You can. You can watch it whenever you want. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so there, there are actually two of the trivia bits from IMDb I skipped in order to talk about them now. Okay, one of them is... Die Hard is a Christmas film. <laughs> uh, more or less, more or less. So one of them talks about the fact that uh, uh, for the 30th anniversary of the movie in 2018, so 20th Century Fox actually admitted that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and it stated that it's the greatest Christmas story ever told. Uh, and they, they had a they had a they had a trailer that 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 had that. Charles Dickens, uh, get in the curb. You're done. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> it's like it's Scrooge, you know the whole thing. Um, now apparently Bruce Willis and John McTiernan disagree on this on this issue. Well, what are they though? Okay, which of them do you think thinks it's a Christmas film, and which one doesn't? Oh, I think you may have mentioned this. I think Bruce Willis doesn't think it's a Christmas film. Okay. I never mentioned it, but you were right. right. I my my first guess would be that since I know that that uh, you know when when I've seen McTiernan uh, in interviews, he he seems more like a Scrooge. So I would I would have thought that he would have said that it was the opposite. You know, I okay. I, I rewatched a Scrooge at which point in the story? A That's Scrooge the... at the beginning. Okay, that Scrooge <laughs> at the beginning. Um, I mean, I I. I I watched yesterday the uh, you know movies that made us the the documentary the TV show about uh, about Die Hard and every time McTiernan was on the screen on screen I was like oh my god He's like, oh, you know, yeah someone someone must be uh, um, you know recording him while he's doing that you know they've they've bugged the they've bugged the phone yes the maybe <laughs> nobody was on TV. That's right. So um, McTiernan thinks that it is a Christmas movie, and Bruce Willis states that he explicitly states that he doesn't consider it a Christmas movie. He sees it as a summer action flick with some resonance due to where it takes place. But I think Bruce Willis just doesn't think it's a Christmas movie because, you know, cha-ching, that's where he gets his money. You know, doesn't yeah. make a difference. Yeah. You know, he can, he can give his uh, opinion on, on, on that either way. Absolutely, and him thinking that doesn't stop me from watching it at Christmas Eve. Uh, no, no. But does would you? Does your wife think that it's also a Christmas movie? Would she? Does she watch it with you on Christmas Eve? I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't watch it every Christmas Eve. I try and watch Muppet Christmas Carol every Christmas Eve, which she definitely does not watch with me because she. Did you know you can watch more than one movie on Christmas Eve? Yes, yes there is that, enough but time. I normally can't. <laughs> I'm normally working Christmas Eve, and then the the evening is quite busy preparing for Christmas Day, so I normally can't. Uh, but she has watched Die Hard with me in the past. Not not as begrudgingly as she will watch other films with me. No. I will say that is <laughs> that is the most I can say. It's not okay. something that she would choose to put on. Okay, so in other words, she doesn't, want, she doesn't want me a guest. Then that would be good. <laughs> She's not interested in being a guest here, I guess. No, she will <laughs> never be on a podcast, uh, mine or anyone else's. Wasn't wait? Wasn't she? Wasn't she on your farewell thing at some point? Uh, she was on the Lambcast four hundredth episode, where all of the segments were four hundred seconds long. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the day after we got married, <laughs> I kind of tricked her into being on it. The day after we got married, um, I recorded a live trivia 
session with some of our friends who were staying with us, um, who were also part of the lab, uh, where we did Harry Potter trivia. And I, I told her it was being recorded. I said it was going to be on the podcast, and she was fine with it. But that, that was she would never be on like a, a sitting in front of a screen talking about a film kind of thing. She would like, yeah. oh, oh, it's a Harry Potter trivia because I love Harry Potter. And she came second, and that's Rebecca Sharp. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> started off the marriage well. Okay, five years later, still going strong. Keep it, keep it going, keep it going. <laughs> All right, so. Uh... Basically, I've, I've I've talked about everything that I I could have could be talking about here. <laughs> so, do you like Die Hard, Rob? Are you a fan? Nah, it's okay. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>, it was okay. <laughs> no, I I as, as I've mentioned numerous times, you know, if 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 you know, Die Hard was my first choice for for the first movie to do uh, movies by minute. Uh, but because I knew that there already was one, so I decided not to do it. You know, because I didn't know at the time that there is the possibility of, you know, doing your own show that has already been done. Um, I, I, I hope that everyone who's listening to this, who has also listened to the, to, you know, to the, to the, uh, you know, group version of it, you know, enjoy, you know, my take on the movie and all of my guests. Uh, let's hope. I mean, you know, Bubba, Bubba was, uh, <laughs> was trying to, to to pit us against each other, and he just, he had enough halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would never forgive him for for voting for the other podcast being better <laughs> in my week. Uh, but there we go. Uh, yeah, I was tired during that recording. It was, it was a long recording session, and I apologize for telling you this. But... You've turned off for that one. I, I, but I, I, I agree. I think he was wrong, but I think that, that all of our episodes are better than the other ones, but that's just because, you know, uh, they're my opinions, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so what can I tell you? So, all right, now let's, let's, let's get to the, the stats. All right. And, uh, so obviously I can't put this, this, uh, uh, this, this episode in yet because we don't know how long it will be. Right now we have crossed the one hour mark, so you know I will add an hour to the the whole thing. But uh, you know it, it's not going to change things as much. So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of the stats from The Great Escape and Plane Change Automobiles, and then I'll see if you can try and guess about uh, Die Hard. All right. So The Great Escape, I recorded four thousand and fifteen minutes of of uh, of discussion, which comes out to uh, 67 hours, uh, just just slightly under 67 hours of uh, of discussion. All right, and the average episode was 24 minutes. All right, so planes, trains, and automobiles, we had 3,145 minutes of discussion, uh, taking into account that first of all, The Great Escape was 170. Uh, two episodes and Plane Change Automobiles is was 93. All right, and so that 3,145 minutes uh, comes out to about 52 and and almost 53 hours of uh, discussion. Okay, and the average episode there jumped from 24 minutes in Great Escape to 34 minutes in Plane Change Automobiles. Okay. So Jay, where do you think this this movie fits? How many minutes do you think we talked? 
Okay, well, I'm going to try and work backwards on this. I think your average episode length has gone up again. Um, because I'm pretty sure most of the episodes I've listened to have been over 34 minutes in length. So, you've got 132 episodes. My guess is the average length is going to be maybe 40 minutes. So that'll be, what, 400, 500, 528 minutes? No, hang on. 5,280 minutes? No. No? No, okay. no, no, no. Higher? Lower, lower, lower. No, Much lower. Okay. Much lower. Okay. What's all that okay. Reveal. So it's, it is, uh, again, I'm including now an extra 60 minutes because of, of our discussion, um, which actually that, that might even change some of the... Uh, the other stats, uh, Die Hard is 4,760 minutes of recording, recorded discussion time. Okay. Which comes out to 79 hours and, uh, and a half. And therefore the average is 36. Okay. 36 minutes per episode. I wasn't way off then. You weren't way off. No, no, you weren't way off. Rounding up. Yeah. Yeah. Rounding up was fine. Rounding up by a lot, but, uh, you know, for me, <laughs> For me, the the fact that that from the Great Escape to to Plane Shares Automobiles, we jumped ten minutes. That 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 was the big uh, you know shock for me. But I think I think in the first season I had episodes that were like thirteen minutes. So yeah, you know the yeah, of, so. uh, you know and and uh, the 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 lowest I think was like uh, in Die Hard I think it was twenty two minutes if I remember correctly. Oh, that was that was the shortest episode that I did. Uh, twenty one. Here, I have a 21 minute uh, episode. So, yeah, but but we also had numerous episodes that went close to an hour, if not over an hour. Um, and anyone listening to yesterday's episode, which was 89 minutes, right. so and that that was after editing. <laughs> well, let's that, try and not hit that today. <laughs> no, some no, of that, us are hungry. That, that you listened to yesterday. <laughs> So yeah, but uh, I, I think eighty-nine minute episode is going to be the uh, the, the 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 largest episode. Uh, I don't I don't think we're going to reach that today. I think that uh, is because... that is the length of our longest episode on Deep Blue Sea, covering an entire film. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> there you <laughs> go. This... One minute of credits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but Jason and I had a great great conversation, so that that's what's important. That's the main thing. Yeah. That is what's important. So once again, I want to thank my all all of my guests from from this season, you know, who have added so much fun and enjoyment to discussing Die Hard. So we'll start off with uh, you know Tyler Howard, Alan Sanders, Alex Robinson, Eddie O'Hare, DJ Valentine, Matthew Simpson, Duncan Shields, Travis Bow, Kurt Kenny, Sean German. Uh, thank you again, Sean, for letting me record in your house. Nick Rehack, also, thank you for letting me record in your house. Andrea Loff, um, Michael, my, my good friend Michael, who no one will ever hear his episodes, but I want to thank him for letting me record in his house, even though the recordings didn't work and due to technical reasons, uh, you know, they, they will never see the, the light of day. But uh, in his place, I had uh, Brett Stillo. So thank you, Brett, for uh, for stepping up at, at the for last minute. up that per, that episode length average. <laughs> um, not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, Brett, Brett's episodes weren't that 
Uh, actually, the first episode was an hour. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great episodes. Long episodes. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> next. <laughs> Thank you, Eric Deutsch, Brian Lockhart, JBAM, who unfortunately was only able to be on two episodes before he had to, to go take care of a family medical issue right in the middle of... Uh, of recording. So Alan stepped in for the other three episodes. Alan Sanders, thank you again. Uh, Aaron Newworth, Jim O'Kane, David Brook, Dana Nachman, who is just a really busy director and only has time to do two episodes. So thank you for that. And Patty Flint for, for stepping up and taking over the, the other three episodes. Patty, for anyone who, who doesn't remember, Patty is actually the, uh, a relative of, uh, Roger from, uh, The Great Escape. So, you know, it was, it was, it's nice to, to still have him, you know, even though we're not talking about the Grayscape, it's nice to have him still as a fan of the show and still listening to, to other movies, you know, I, I got, and he started his own podcast now. So, nice. yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you'd, you'd like it. It's all about uh, dogs, yeah. you know, you know, Todd Neat Liebenau, Mark Hoffmeyer, Heather Baxendale, Jeanette Ward, Richard Kirkham, Jason Sturchik, aka Agent Palmer. I want to also thank Travis Bow for all his great artwork that he's done for, for this season. So I appreciate it. And I also want to give a shout out to, uh, Gary Maselli, who did a few intros for us where, uh, we had different animated characters, uh, introducing, uh, the show. So thanks to both you guys also. And Jake Lewitt. Hey, that's me. That's you. That's you. And you know what? For anyone who likes listening to me and Jay talk, you can come back tomorrow. And, and the day after. And the and, day after. <laughs> and for the rest of this week, the weekdays of this week, to be talking about season four. Should we tell people what season four is going to be? Well, I think. Or should we uh, let people just, just show up tomorrow and find out? Well, I, I think you can drop the hint that for season four, you're probably going to have uh, more female guests than you had for season three, I think. Um, I I hope so. But, uh, you know, there there were numerous female guests that that, that dropped out. Yes, and, uh, yeah. that 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 told me that they wanted to be on it and then dropped. I'm out. not I'm not criticizing your guest list. We had the same problem with on on Conair and, and on DBC where it's easier to find uh, easier to find guys to talk about these films. And yeah, we had right. some female guests drop out. But I think okay, right now I right now I have six females lined up to yeah. to, to be on season four, um, and uh, we're and it's only uh, was it 19, 19 weeks, right? So. You know that that that's good, and one of them is going to be with her husband. So, okay, you know, that's but but still, you know, it's nice to 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 at least have that. There there were two others that were supposed to be on, and uh, you know, even though one of them said that it is her favorite movie of all time, but she she couldn't commit the time to to be on the show, which I understand. Hopefully, she'll at least listen and scream at her phone saying, "What? No, that's not right." Uh, I know her. She, will not, she will not scream at her. That's, that's, that's not. She will politely, <laughs> politely uh... listen to something else. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So basically, what I decided is I'm gonna, you know, change up the genre again. <clears throat> season one was a war movie. Season two was a buddy, com- buddy, buddy comedy. Season three, as you've all just listened to right now was a, an action thriller Christmas film that started its own genre. So, so what, where, where could we go for season four? Um, anyone knows me knows that I'm not a horror fan, so I'm not going there and I probably will never go there. Um, probably not. 
So where, where, where can we go? We're going into the rom-coms. And one of the things that, that, that I found really interesting, and this wasn't done on purpose, is that season two is a movie from 1987. Season three is a movie from 1988. Season four, the movie that I chose, turns out to be from 1989. And season five, which as of now the plan is to do Die Hard 2, is 1990. So, you know, I've, I've gotten myself in a little bit of a niche here of, uh, you know, late 80s movies. But what can you do? We'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens, where, where that will go with uh, season six. You know, because as of now, I can't think of anything from 1991 that I currently want to do. You know, I'm, I'm not going for uh, Silence of the Lambs or JFK yeah. or... Backdraft. Uh, backdraft. There you go. Those, those are... No. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Hard part. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, you know, I, I just, it's a rom com. It's a rom com from 1989. It's starring. The rom-com. It's, it's yeah. the rom com of the 1989. <laughs> Not even from, it's, it's the rom com. <laughs> full stop, full stop, full yeah. stop. Yeah. It's the, uh, just for anyone who hopefully will come back tomorrow and listen to, to Jay and I begin discussing it and stay with us for 19 weeks. We will be talking about the uh, Rob Reiner. Romantic comedy starring Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan when Harry met Sally. Yeah. So, uh, Jay, thank you very much for, for, for joining me for this uh, finale episode. Uh, uh, thank our, you for having my me. 400, my 400th episode. You know. So how many how many minutes this one, Harry met Sally? Uh, 96. Okay, so I will be on episode 500 as well, potentially, if, this, if the... Uh... Oh, that's if, correct. If the trend right. continues, wonderful. But that is correct. That is correct. It's, it is ninety-six. You you were correct, Jake. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. And that that maybe we'll be talking about naked tai chi on the five hundred episode. Who knows? <laughs> but we'll we'll find out in May. You know when we, when we get there. I look forward. Yeah, to it's, it. it's not that far off. That's no, uh, It's just nineteen weeks off. There you go. Just nineteen weeks away. <laughs> that's correct. Excellent. Yeah, so, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me again. Okay, thank you for for joining me. This this was a lot of fun. I'm uh, I I always enjoy talking to you about movies, uh, especially yeah. you know movies that we both love, which makes it more more interesting to talk about. You know, so yeah. I just have to figure out how I'm going to get you to talk about Stand by Me one of these days. You know, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll come and talk about it. I won't be happy about it, but I'll come and talk about it. And I probably won't watch the whole film. I'll just I'll watch the minutes you sent me. <laughs> yeah, there'll be the first five minutes. Come yeah. on, There's... I'll, I'll watch and, those. And, and the last minute. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll watch those credits. Or that might be the, exactly. all these kids died. Uh, it's a new month. <laughs> oh, sorry, half of these kids died. <laughs> the new month. <laughs> no, no in, in, in the movie, uh, well, actually, in the book, uh, three out of four of them died. There we but in the, in the movie, only two of them died. Uh, only one, only one died. American Graffiti is what I'm thinking of. Uh, yes. Very similar endings. Uh, well, uh, yes and no. Yeah. No one dies in Vietnam in uh, in in Stand by Me <laughs> that we know of, and no one dies in a, in a in a uh, you know racing crash. I and I'm trying to remember who the wait has the third one die. I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, that was, in, in American Graffiti, only two of them die. One in oh, a car crash. One gets like disappears in Vietnam. Right. One is like married with kids, and I can't remember yes. what happened to Dreyfus's character. Uh, I, I don't think he was in. Was he in it? He wasn't even in it. In American I don't think he was graffiti. in. I don't think he was in more more American graffiti. 
No, but he's. I'm saying that at the end of American Graffiti, there's a, like a little bit of text like this. But this happened to this person. This happened to this person. This happened to this person. Ah, but they they have a sequel. I haven't yeah. seen the sequel. Oh, okay. I, don't, I, don't well, I, I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I actually saw it like a month and a half ago, and I can't remember if more than two of them died. But whatever. All right. Well, uh, Jay, like Not I said, much. thank you. Thank you on that note. Thank you very much for joining me. Happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow to uh, begin discussing uh, When Harry Met Sally. So thank you, everyone, for listening. It's uh, It's been a pleasure. Jay, you want to once again tell people how they can find you, where they can find Jay Cluett. Yes. Uh, so Deep Blue Sea, the podcast, and Con Air, the podcast, where uh, my, my co-host Mark and I have been going through the Deep Blue Sea trilogy and the Con Air only one film, uh, chapter by chapter. Over on Deep Blue Sea, we're, we're now doing deep blue sea adjacent films or scenes or things that are similar to deep blue sea in some way because we finished those films and conair we're still going through chapter chapter rob was a guest recently for conair and you can recently like three months ago it's recently <laughs> enough. Uh, uh, and uh, you can listen to me once a month over on the Lambcast, the official podcast of the large association of movie blogs uh where i, I host the lampady movie trivia jeopardy inspired tournament uh, having a wonderful time over there my personal site is lifeversusfilm.com. Nothing much happens there, but you can follow me on Twitter at lifevsfilm. Uh, my podcasts are at conairpod or at deepblueseapod. I'm on Instagram at J-A-Y-C-L-U-I-T-T. Mostly pictures of my dogs and traveling to Scotland. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, that's me. And and probably in the next few days, you'll you'll have a post on Life First Film with all your New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Uh, and and uh, there'll be <laughs> recent be... posts ranking every 2022 film that I saw in 2022 uh, with, which was not, not too many. Um, but they'll hopefully be up there. And yeah, my resolutions will be like, I'm going to go to the cinema more, and I won't. It was probably more than, than you saw in 2021. I wouldn't bet on that. Really? I don't know. Um, no, come on. In 2021, you barely went to the movies. No, but I count films I saw streaming. Like new releases. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. They still, they're still films. They still count. Yes. yes. <laughs> Eventually, yes. But Steven Spielberg won't, won't agree with you. But okay. well, he's wrong sometimes too. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Well, and finding me is very simple. Just do a quick uh, search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. Or you can go directly to my website, moverobminute.com. So uh, until tomorrow, I don't even know how to end this today. Do I do I end it from from the 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 quote from from this one or from the next one? So the die hard one. All right. So until tomorrow, yippee ki yay! Yippee ki yay!